0: A reading from John 19, beginning at verse 28. After this, Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said to fulfill scripture, I thirst. A jar full of sour wine stood there, so they put a sponge full of the sour wine on a hyssop branch and held it to his mouth. This is the word of the Lord. So we've reached the moment of fulfilment. And nothing in the whole agony of the cross, the physical, emotional, psychological or spiritual things that Christ has been through, nothing at all has diminished his understanding of who he is and what he is about to achieve. Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said to fulfil the scripture, I thirst. Now, I thirst is an extraordinary word. And it's a sign, I think, in part of his humanity. If you picture the scene in the scorching heat, after all that he's been through, he needed a drink in order to continue to speak. So it's a very ordinary human need. And what he gets is a very ordinary human drink, the sour wine was something that soldiers would drink to quench their thirst. It's common stuff. It's cheap wine, let down with water. Now, it's not the same as the wine that he was offered earlier, with drugs in it to take away the pain or to diminish his faculties and in, in some way ameliorate the pain of the cross. This is different stuff. This is just Roman Gatorade. It's uh, an army rat pack. It's just a humble, practical, common drink that you would have to refresh your mouth while you work. And it's weird, it's a very strange kindness in such a brutal execution, I think, for a Roman soldier of all people, not exactly renowned for their compassion, to offer him a drink. I presume this barrel was there to hydrate the killers, not the criminals. So even now, as you picture this scene, you can see that even his executioners are being drawn in. Do you see how Christ does this? Christ draws people in all the time. He breaks down conventions. He changes moments. Even on the cross, some people, quite unlikely people, it has to be said, are moving in. And I wonder, this is just conjecture made-up stuff. But I wonder if it is the same soldier who, in a few moments' time, will confess in Matthew 27, surely this man was the Son of God. We don't know, but we do know that they were on the move. We know that the soldiers were reacting to Jesus, and we know this is a very human moment between two humans. A physical need is met in the simplest physical way, also a spiritual moment, I think. It's a moment that is laden with spiritual significance because Jesus said what he said, verse 28, I thirst to fulfill the scripture. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be deliberate. Jesus doesn't have to be saying this very self-consciously just to fulfill the scripture and, and kind of twist the moment into at something that had been written down. It could be a very passive unfolding of God's plan, or deliberate, or some mix of the two. But God knew this would happen. He told them hundreds of years before that it would happen, and it happened. And I'm going to say that given everything else that has taken place so far, and everything else Jesus has done, given that so much of that has been deliberate, and a demonstration that he knows what he's doing, and a demonstration of his authority and power, I'm, I'm going to suggest that, that this is as well. It reveals his true identity even more. Psalm 22, a prophetic psalm. In Psalm 22, the sufferer says, My strength is dried up like a potsherd. It's a shard of old pottery. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. In Psalm 69, it said, they put gall in my food and gave me vinegar for my thirst. And so John clearly sees a fulfillment of these scriptures in these words, one word in the Greek. And he says so. This is to fulfill the scripture. So I'm going to say this is another sign, not just of Christ's very human vulnerability, but also of his divine authority as well. This is a revelation of his power and of his sovereign control, the very point of his greatest vulnerability and his greatest weakness and loss. This is a sign of both his humanity and his divinity all at once, a human need to moisten the throat, to speak some more words. But the words themselves are a fulfillment of scripture that points to Christ And these words that he says, they're not just the words of man. These are the words of God. He fulfills the scripture and he makes a proclamation that only God can make. Those are the words that we'll hear in our next talk. The word that it is finished. Amen.